So now Mishnah Hay, Saw Mishnah Sukkah, it says Mitzvah's Arava Ketzad. How do they do the mitzvah of the Arava? Okay. You make sure to speak it outside for a second. The Gemara, there's two possibilities locus Amarim and the Gemara, what they did exactly. They basically had on the Mizbeach that Aravas draped over the Mizbeach. These enormously long Aravas. They were like 11 almost long, which is like 5 meters long. Very nice, big Arava branches. Right? Okay? Big, big willow trees. Big, huge willow branches. That they essentially put on the Yasod. That's the Yasod. Of the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach has like different parts to it. So the bottom layer is called the Yasod. 11 Amos, which is big. Okay? What? Do you like this? What? They got, they got, oh, you'll see, you'll learn everything. They'll get it from Mozart, you'll see. We'll get there. There's a nice mix there. No? There you go. So now. It's a stream, it's a, there's a natural stream. Probably why they got it from there. Arve Nachal. Yeah. So now, what's called Arve Nachal? What? Th- oh, yeah. So, the, Blue Shee, I'm talking now, sorry, later. So now, they would get these enormous Arabas and Sikkim on here on this Yasod. The Yasod is this, this base, I don't know what you call it. Oh, he had a name. Remember, remember, Mr. Abrams had a name for it. Molding. He had a very fancy name for it. Do you remember? What that's a lot of I know. Whatever it is, this is the the thing around the, the, the step. Okay, and they sit it up and it would lean over. Okay. Now, um, either they basically put the drape them over first, and then everyone, all the kohanim would parade around the mizbeach holding their arbaminim. That's one sheet in the in the gemara. The other sheet is that they would actually parade around the mizbeach holding the ravos first, and then afterwards. Put the rabbis leaning onto the mizbeach. Okay. Um, in any case, they essentially did that every day of the base mikdash, and and the big day at the one time around, and the every last day, day seven they days around. The big take around. Either they would take the big rabbi and walk around it once all or the days except for the last day and seven times around, or they put the rabbis and then they put the rabbis on top of the mizbeach, like leaned over the mizbeach. Like I showed you. Can, mm-hmm. can I see that picture again? Sure. Or they would lean over the mizbeach first, and then. They would um, walk around with their arbaminim one time or seven times, Just like very similar to what we do today. Okay, so instead of they had a they had a mizbeach, we have a sefer Torah in the middle. Okay, so that's the that's the background here. So now the Mishnah says aside. What's that thing in the middle of the mizbeach? That's the tapuch. That's like where the ashes were. No, nothing to do. No, not, nothing that, to do with that. Supposed to be ashes. It yeah. was always there. Now, so it says mitzvahs arava ketzad. How do they do the mitzvah, mitzvah the arava? Okay. Makom haya lemata miyushalayim v'nikra motza. There's a place at the bottom of Jerusalem, just down below, the bottom of the hill, called motza. Which there is a place at the bottom of the hill today called Moza. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, I can't. Like, I don't ask me. Is it? Is it the same place? I, I don't know. The the Bartanura says that it used to be called Kalnia, and it actually even wasn't his day called Kalnia. Like that's like 15th century, 16th, 15th, late 15th or 16th century. So, and it was actually called that still. Moza was a nickname given to it because Moza means like, like Ambi Moza, you take you out, because they were exclu- the people of Moza were excluded from a certain tax because out of gratitude for them providing the, t- the people with their arovos. So they like. We're exempted. Motza means like exempt or something like that. You know, taken out. So they're taken out of the purview of the tax. So they got that name. They nicknamed Motza. Oh, that's what it's called. Uh, Motza was like a crazy Motza was like, since at the bottom of the hill, water would run down there. There'd be like Nacha at the bottom. And I guess big willow trees would grow. Everyone in their business was in Motza. I guess so. Yeah. All right. 
So Yordan Lasham, the, the people that worked for the base of Miglash would go down every single day, leaving out Shabbos and Yom Tov, of course, but they'd go down every day. Umalakte Misham Murbios Shel Arava. They'd go and get the enormous Aravos, the big ones, the biggest and the best, the longest, 11 Amos. Long ones. Uban Vizokfin Osan Vitsidia Mizbeach. They'd come and they'd like um, stand them up on the side of the Mizbeach. Like I explained to you. Veroshehem Kfufin Al Gabi Mizbeach. And the, the tops of them were like, what Kof if they'd fold on top of the Mizbeach. So you actually want the, the math for it if you want. So you see the dynamics here. This is how it goes. Okay, this is the, called the Yisod. That's the foot frame. Okay, this is actually 32 Amos by 32 Amos here. Okay? Then basically you go in one Amos, this one Amos, the top is one Amos wide also. So then the next Shlav of the Mizbeach, called the Sovev, goes around it. It's only 30 by 30. Right, because you lost one on each side, so that's now to thirty by thirty. The yisod is one amma high, so it's sitting on top of the yisod. Okay, so it's like one amma off the ground. Then the sov is five high. Okay, then there's another. There's a ledge on top of the sov, and then there's another, like goes in another amma, and now you got twenty-eight by twenty-eight here. There's like the top there, and the top is called the the gagamizbech, the roof of the mizbech. Okay, so in total, if you do the math here, you actually only have five plus three is eight. Okay, not don't be listed by ten. There is a, the mizbeach has a height of ten, if you include the yisod, which is one, and the karanos. The karanos are these four corners that come up, but indeed the the arava here didn't have that. Arava was only eight, like it only needed to, to clear eight. The thing is though, it's obviously it like imagine it's like a branch. It doesn't go like it doesn't fold like a, at right angles. So like it goes up and then like gravity pulls it and it like tips over. Mm-hmm. So they're basically essentially giving it one and a half amas like. To lean over and then when uh-huh. I almost plop down again. Yeah. Is there a lip here? No, it's flat like that. Exactly how it looks. I think it's flat like this. But <coughs> you understand what it, it needs. So even though this, this, it's only eight to here, the last three almost essentially are just like they go up and back down again. Three almost is one and a half almost on each side, it's not that much. So mm. It's just like you know, it goes up and flops down. That's the idea. Okay? Now, Varoshane, um, yeah, fine. But uh, taku they would blow shofar and the tekiah, true tekiah business. The Ramah learns when they brought it in, like the celebratory thing. They they blow shofar um, in. Now, yeah, fine. yom makifin pamachas every day of the seven days, except for the last one. They would go around the mizbeach one time, either with the lulavim in hand. Or with the ravos in hand, and then put the ravos there afterwards. The omrim and Tanakamir holds. They would say Ana Hashem Hoshiana, Ana Hashem Matzlichana. They would say those that pasuk from Kufiyches, okay, mm-hmm. like some of us, um, which means I don't know. Please Hashem, save us now, redeem us now, and please Hashem, bring us success now. Rabbi Yehuda Mer, Anivaho Hoshiana. They said instead of saying Ana Hashem, they would say Anivaho. Okay, now what's going on there? Very briefly, Ana Hashem and Anivaho have the same gematria of seventy-eight. Okay, hmm. seventy-eight is three times the gematria, three times the Shem Hashem of twenty-six. Forty-six and three, seventy-eight. That's it, seventy-eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, this Anivaho <coughs> business, it really, it's those are two names of the seventy-two name, seventy-two. Letter they call it, it's into letter name of, name of God. Okay, what happens is there's, there's three psukim that talk about when Hashem split the Yamsuf um, in, in uh, Shmos Yudalid, 
three psukim in a row that have 72 letters. And in there is Marumah's, this 72-letter name. It's three 72-letter three triplets, let's call it. Okay? If you, if you actually want to make, well, make up what they are, what you do is you take the first letter of the first Pasuk, the last letter, of, uh, sorry, the first letter of the first Pasuk, then the last letter of the last, of the second okay. Pasuk, and the first letter of the third Pasuk, and then, like, that's name number one. Then, like, second letter of the first Pasuk, with the 71st letter of the second Pasuk, with the second letter of the third Pasuk, that's name number two. Like that, you get 72 three-letter combinations. Those, that's how you construct that 72-letter name, let's call it. Um, now, and um, Vaho is the first of them, and Ani is the 37th of them. So if you... Oh, this is just math. I'm just giving you the mm-hmm. groundwork of it. Basically, if you break up the 72 in half, it's two groups of 36. So it's basically the first, and the, the first of the first 36 is mm-hmm. number one. That, that's uh, that's Vaho. And the 37th, which is like the first of the second group of 36, is Ani. Okay, mm-hmm. but they say it the other way around because of the Pasuk in Yishai that says Ani Rishon, Ani Achron, on the first and the last. Don't ask me any questions. First of all, I don't have any answers to you. <laughs> second of all, because even if I did, I'm not talking about it now. But that's, that's what's going on here. And um, these names, Toso says, are so, these two names, they are chosen, Dafka, because they are associated with Hashem being with us in the, in the exile. And this, going around the Zbev is associated with that of like bringing redemption and Hoshiana of redeeming us and even the seventh times around it's like it's like reminiscent of like Yericho and destruction of enemies and the walls falling down at the end and like this at the end the smacking of the rose on the floor it's got to do with like that the Marsha explains it's got to do with like the um, like the end destruction of our enemies at the end there are other explanations and other things going on whatever it is there are different minhagim. Lalach, I think you can do even one little arava, and some Magenim I think says three. Arizal says five. That's where our customers like the Arizal five. Okay, that's that's the, this all the stuff is here. Okay, now those who yom makivinus was beach sheva pamim. That time you go around seven pamim, seven times around, right? Um, fine, that's it. Now bishas tirasan when they're done with this whole process and they're saying goodbye to the mizbeach at the end. Mahan Omrim, what do they say in Mizbeach? They say, Yofi Lach Mizbeach. You know, Yofi Lach Mizbeach. I don't know, beauty is yours, O Mizbeach, something like that. So the Pshad there is that, because the Mizbeach is beautiful to us because it achieves for us a kapara. They, they praise it. Right. Um, there is another Pshad, Rashi learns that it's like, because it, it, it's, it's, it's beautified by all the kabanas that are brought, super with a bunch of kab- There's like enormous amount of kabanas brought on circus, like the most ever. So, anyways, whatever it is. And Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Laka Velach Mizbeach, Laka Velach Mizbeach, like to, to Shem Yud and Ahe is like one of Hashem's name, and you is the Mizbeach. And the Gemara says they don't like this at all because it sounds like it's equating Hashem and the Mizbeach in some way. In any case, that was his, that was his version of Shalom to the Mizbeach, but we don't, we don't do that. Yeah.